2K3, and you're watching the one and only, the great, the special, the Nerd Plate. The Nerd Plate! Ah! I'm going to put in some sound effects right here. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do a post, though. I'm, I'm going to do it in true editor style, producer style. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? It's just me, Rockman 3K3, today. One half of the executive chefs, top chefs of the nerd culture. Uh, my host, Leroy Ketchum, a.k.a. the man who breaks all the ankles in basketball, a.k.a. the greatest of greats when it comes to sneaker shoes, a.k.a. your favorite sneakerhead. Uh, he is not with us today. He had a few other things to do. Um, so, you know, you just got me today. I know. Sorry. Uh, there, there, there's the uh, the exit button. Nobody will blame you if you, you go ahead and hit that. <laughs> it's going to be super nerdy today. No, but uh, I miss you, bro. I love you. Thank you so much. Shout out to you for being my co-host. I really appreciate you for hanging out with me all these years. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to go ahead and uh, get into it. Not going to really talk about my dick as well as the usual work, work, work. And, you know, do whatever I can. So, you know, nothing new there. Um, But you didn't come here for that. You came here for the games, and that's what we're going to do for you. We're going to talk about some games, some great things in the nerd culture, and we're going to get it on for you. So let's get into it, guys. The first thing I want to get into is, man, so Disney had what they call the Disney Day. But after today, and I, well, I'm sorry, after that particular day and what they announced, it was Marvel Day, baby. Because Marvel announced a whole bunch of great things, uh, just all kinds of wonderful things. And the one thing that I want to talk about, because I'm a huge fan of, is X-Men 97. The animated series is back, guys. Yes. Ah! Let me tell you something. I used to watch that every day when I was a kid um, for my Saturday morning cartoons. You know, I'd, I'd read one of my cousin's, like, comics before, and I was like, oh, man, it's really interesting. And then when the cartoon came on, boom, I just I fell in love with all of it. And then I started watching both the cartoon and reading the comics. So it was crazy stuff. Um, I highly loved it. It was one of those things where it was not your usual Saturday morning cartoon. Like, it was not made for kids. It was it was made for the teenagers to adults. Everybody who read the comic loved it because it was made for us. Uh, and it was just made for anybody, period. You just like good story. It was there. But, I mean, even in the, the beginning, like, episodes uh, – you know, they, they to try to show how real they are, like they kill off Morph, which was crazy stuff, man, because he was a real character created for that cartoon. And they're just like, all right, you're dead now. And you don't see him again until way, way later in the series. And even then, you know, he's not the same Morph you remember. So it's crazy. It was just a really good rendition and a way of telling the X-Men, uh, you know, franchise and stories and comics. And it was so good. I mean, it, it stayed in our hearts to this day. And so for them to say, hey, it's going to continue from the point left off, I'm here for it. In fact, I'm going to go back and watch that old one again just to celebrate it. So thank you so much to Marvel. Uh, I, I really, really can't wait to watch it. And I'm super excited, guys, because I'm a huge X-Men fan. I love X-Men. It's great. It's great. I can't wait to see all my favorite X-Men again. Ah, Storm, Cyclops, Wolverine, Gambit, Rogue. Ah. So uh, it's gonna be really great to see what they do with it, especially now that it's in the hand of hands of the Marvel writers, much like how it was when the cartoon series was going on way back in the day. So I, I can't wait. So that's the big news from the Marvel Day. But there's a lot of other takeaways too. Of course, um, Marvel announced almost they put all their cards on the table. I mean, Moon Knight was announced, uh, She Hulk was announced, all kinds of great stuff, man. It was just it was great. So kudos to them. I can't wait. I'm in love with it. I love the X-Men. So, yo, 
cannot wait for that. Um, so there's that one. And speaking of that, so I just said that like Moon Knight, right, is in or had his, his show was announced, right? Let me just say this: Oscar Isaac's deserve his flower. Did I say that right? Is it Oscar Isaacs? I think that's his name. Anyway, he deserves his flowers right now. That dude is an amazing actor. Kudos to him. I saw the trailer for Moon Knight. Looks phenomenal. Guys, I cannot wait to see it. You got to go see the trailer. If you don't know who Moon Knight is, please go read some Moon Knight comics because he is amazing. But if you do know who Moon Knight is, you know that it would be – we've always said that before, way back in the day. I remember talking about comics before this comic revolution started. We were just like – Half of these heroes, it would be so hard for people to get into. But then again, it's like Leroy said, and like we've talked about so many times, if Marvel can make Guardians of the Galaxy pop, they can make anything pop. Because nobody gave a fuck or cared about Guardians of the Galaxy until they popped. Then it's just like, oh my god, it's so good. So, listen. The way they treat Moon Knight right now looks amazing. I can't wait. So I'm in love with that. Oh, it looks so good. Thank you, Oscar Isaacs. You're an amazing dude. Uh, I hope I said your name right. But, you know, just thank you. Because you, you're, you're great in Dune. And you look good in this one, bro. Can't wait. So that's the first thing. And, of course, uh, She-Hulk and Ms. Marvel also looks good, too. Uh, I, I really can't wait. I, I like how they're setting up kind of this, quote-unquote, Young Avengers, maybe. Quote-unquote, you know, the other little teams and shit. I, I can't wait. So, mm, so good, man. But a lot of other announcements came out of uh, Marvel Day to me. Um, and I can't wait. Honestly, can't wait because it looks it looks great. All the stuff looks, all the projects look great. Spider Man even got a new trailer, uh, and that looks good. Spider Man was also announced, uh, tying into video games and everything. He's also announced for Marvel Avengers, so I can't wait to play him in that. Um, definitely can't wait to play that because I love Marvel Avengers, even though people hate on it. The co op is really good. I really love the co op, um, but I do understand how people have felt about because I, I didn't like the and we talked about this on the show uh, the equipment. And the, the the trying to work together, the grind at the end, the end grind is, is not good. But the co-op and the story is excellent. So I do love that. Shout out to them for doing that. So let's move on to the next topic. So also going to stay on that Marvel train. Um, I do want to tell you guys, I, I do apologize. I did say I was going to watch Eternals, and that was the plan. And then have a nice little just tell you what it's about and things like that kind of discuss it. Um. Excuse me. Unfortunately, I went to the movie theaters, guys, and I fell the fuck to sleep. Right to sleep. I'm talking about halfway through the movie, guys, and it was getting great. And there we go. And all of a sudden, I was just knocked out. And I woke up for, you know, the end credits. <sighs> so I do apologize about that. I am going to see it again. I have a few days off coming up pretty soon. So we're going to go watch it again. And hopefully, by the time you see me and Leroy catch him, uh, again, in the same episode, uh, we'll be able to both discuss it, or I'll be able to discuss some things without ruining anything for him. So, if he doesn't get a chance to see it before I do, so yeah, uh, I do apologize about that. I had plans for it. I'm sorry, guys. Just that was that was on me. I shouldn't have went uh, straight after work because I was exhausted and try to waste money, and try to you know <laughs> just go to movie theater and sleep. So sorry about that. But so far, what I saw, I really liked. I loved all the, the the cast is really good for it. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see it, actually see it, and see it this time awake um, because I think it's gonna be a, a great movie. Because I like what I saw so far. It just yeah, I mean, just fell asleep. 
I failed you. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, all right, moving on from that. Um, so the next thing, now here's something that's really big, and I think it's long overdue. And yes, this is coming from Rockman 3K3. I'm sure Shogun right now is laughing or just like, oh, whatever, cap. But it's true. It is a long time coming. Uh, Xbox finally gets a docuseries. Now, this is going to be amazing. It's called Power On, and it's going to be a docuseries. It's going to be on demand, which means you can pay to watch it digitally. Um, for those who aren't in the hypno. But uh, it's going to be really cool. It's going to focus on the up-and-coming uh, Xbox when it was young in its infancy as a company. Not Microsoft. Microsoft's always big. But when they put together Xbox and how young everyone was and things like that, all the crazy stories going to be there. I can't wait. I love video game documentaries. I love documentaries, period. But video game documentaries, sign me the fuck up because I love those. Because uh, we back in the day, we did not get many of them. So anytime I can see one, even if I don't necessarily like the company, I always like looking at it and uh, seeing um, just how things were made, seeing how the production came together. And the Xbox, you know, it's it's the very one of the best American systems we've ever produced. So it's it's definitely going to be interesting to see how that looks and what happened there. So it's going to be great. I can't wait to watch that. That should be coming out soon. I think it's supposed to be here. I think in December sometime. I can't remember the date, but check it out. It's coming out really soon, uh, and I can't wait. Good job on that. Can't wait to see what Microsoft says about like how they got Xbox together and things like that. So that's really cool. All right, and in other news, PAX East actually makes a nice little return. Now, uh, if you remember, we talked about one of the PAX conferences uh, a few shows ago uh, had shut down completely because of COVID, things like that. Well, now... Uh, the PAX group is bringing back PAX East, which uh, they're bringing this back with COVID restrictions because when they had uh, one of their PAX, I think it was PAX West, when it was open and they didn't really have a COVID um, really guideline, uh, they got criticized to hell and back about it. And everybody's worried about the safety and it led to a lot of bad press. So with this one, they're making masks mandatory as well as vaccinations mandatory. So you do have to have a VAX card to get in. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how that works out for them. Um, I'm glad the conference is coming back because PAX did a lot for indie development as well as smaller games. Um, but, you know, I just in this day and age, especially with COVID, I hope everything's all right. Um, so there's no right now, there's no official word of how they're they're doing it. They just, you know, master mandatory. And they're probably just going to ask to see your VAX card at the, the opening or you know, when you buy a ticket, things like that. So uh, look out for that. That's coming soon. Um, PAX South is still shut down, but PAX East is going to be back up and running. So that's going to be pretty cool, I guess. Um, Moving right along, moving on down the list. All right. So now this is something that I should pay attention to, and hopefully I'll be able to enter, but I still don't have a game demo yet. So I'm working on it. King of Hell coming soon. One day. I'm working. I promise I'm working hard on it. Um, but it's called, it's a new game jam called Rogue Jam. Now, if you don't know what a game jam is, uh, a game jam is basically uh, a competition to where indie developers usually get together and show off their projects. And sometimes it's required that they're finished or at least playable, or they have certain requirements for the games. And once, you know, the judges see them, the winner usually gets like money for funding or gets a publisher deal, things like that. And this, this one is no different. 
uh, Rogue Jam is supposed to be giving away like over $800,000 in prizes, as well as Reggie VMAs is going to be there. That's going to be crazy. I'd love to meet him because he's a hilarious guy. And of course, everybody remembers him from his days at Nintendo. Um, the Rogue Jam, of course, is a brand new indie game jam competition. Uh, like I said, with 800000 uh, in total prizes. The submissions will begin uh, November 29th and then December 31st at Rogue Jam's homepage with finalists showcasing or showcasing in a show produced by IGN in early 2022. Uh, the grand prize winner will win 500000 to develop their game as well as an exclusive Rogue Game publisher deal or publishing deal. So that's really cool. Again, uh, I'm definitely going to look into it because that's pretty awesome. And the judges will be, of course, like I said, Rich V. Mays. He's the big, he's the big, like, trout that's going to be there. Or the big fish is going to be there. Uh, but some of the other people are, are uh, big wigs from all over. Uh, you got Kimberly Pointer Corbett, Warner Bros. Games Senior Vice President of Digital Publishing. Ooh, that's cool. Uh, of course, I already said Vinci VMAs, former Nintendo of America president, board advisor at Rogue Games. So he's the board of us. That's what he'll be there. All right, that's cool. Um, Pierre Schneider, uh, IGN executive vice president and chief content officer. Chris Lee, Netflix head of gaming sourcing. Oh, look at Netflix gaming. Already getting out there. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Matt Casamassina uh, from Rogue Games, the CEO. Cool. And Chris Archer from Rogue Games, uh, again, chief strategy officer. Um. So, yeah, a lot of cool big names are actually going to be there. Okay, all right. I might want to kind of do this. Uh, <laughs> so, wish me luck, guys. I'm going to try to enter it. Uh, but that's cool. If you're an indie uh, developer, indie designer out there that's working on the game and you want to get some funding, here you go. Here's, here's I'll see you there, bro, Because uh, or I'll see you there, sis, cause I, I, or people, however you want to put it, because I really want to be a game designer. I will die on that hill because um, I love it. I love games. It's great. So there's something. If you're a game designer, whoever you are, get out there and design. Mm. Good stuff. All right. So next thing. Let's go on down list here. All right. So listen. How should I say this? I am not looking at any Cowboy Bebop reviews. None at all. This is a special occasion for me. Cowboy Bebop comes out the day of my birthday, the 19th, which if you're watching this, let's see, it'll probably be Wednesday. So basically in two days from you watching this, I don't want to see any reviews. I don't want anything spoiled for me. I, I mean, I'll, I'll watch the trailers. That's whatever. But I want to go into this and I want to experience it. It's very special. Cowboy Bebop is one of my favorite animes of all time. If not, it's almost top number one because the story was so good um so i'm dying to see how this is going to be i want to go in with fresh eyes i want to just take it all in um probably gonna binge watch everything day one may not go anywhere may not do anything may just stay at home just binge watch that uh, i don't know yet uh, i don't know what i'm gonna do on my days off but you know i that's definitely gonna be one thing that i know for sure is that i'm going to watch Cowboy Bebop, and i'm gonna damn near finish it that day probably um, very excited. I cannot wait. I really hope it's good. Um, just to give you some insight on it, Shishinero Watanabe, uh, or Watanabe 
he actually did direct this one and produce this one again, just like he did the old Cowboy Bebop one, his, his original baby. Uh, so the original creator is on board with this. I'm dying to see how it does with Netflix behind the helm and him behind the helm. Pretty much everybody that was part of the original cast, well, not original cast, sorry, a part of the original production crew uh, and team are back on it. Even the music, you know, has yoga con. So listen, I just want to go in with fresh eyes. I don't want to, you know, like, oh, it was okay. No, I want to experience it myself. And I'll come back with a, this is what I thought of it kind of segment piece. Y'all know I don't really do reviews. That's not what I do. That's not my thing. Um, but I do feel like it's imperative that I go on with fresh eyes and I don't just go in there. And with reviews and shit, because whatever people people don't love Cowboy Bebop like I love Cowboy Bebop. I mean, you're talking about even the movie, not gonna have in store, amazing. So, I'm gonna go in this fresh eyes, I'm hoping for the best. So, wish me luck, please. So, there's that. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, here, <laughs> so there's something else too. Um, all right, so. GTA's three pack came out, guys. Um, and I gotta say, you know, maybe it's nostalgia uh, that that kind of crowded it or shrouded it in that, and, and kind of gave us like high hopes. Um, but there's been a lot of complaints and a lot. Of, and honestly, what I think it is, I think the graphics just didn't age well. Um, I think with something like that, you probably have to go back and just either remake it completely. Or at least give it the graphics of GTA 4 and GTA 5. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Grand Theft Auto uh, 3, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Uh, the original three-pack, one of the greatest three-packs of all times. Uh, and three of the greatest games revered in the GTA series, aside from GTA 5, which is just amazing. Um, it was always a big deal. Ever since PS2, ever since regular Xbox... Ever since, like, damn, they're going up to, like, you know, what we're at now with PS5, Xbox One. You can still buy those somehow. And now, you know, you can buy them on all systems. Um, But, yeah, they were a big deal back in the day when they came out. Uh, I worked the release of pretty much all those games with the exception of Grand Theft Auto 3. I didn't get on with GameStop until Grand Theft Auto Vice City was released. Um, But in any case, get out of here. Oh, go away. Uh, in any case, um, very big game. It was a big deal. Me and my friends enjoyed it, played the hell out of it, played the missions, went around, just fucked around, did stuff. Um, but the one thing, the one weakness of the GTA franchise was one, um, at the time before Xbox really, when it was still in its infancy, GTA was a lot to the PlayStation systems or a lot to Sony. Um, this is mainly in part because. A long time ago, when GTA first came out, which this is showing my age, which GTA was originally just a PC game, and then they ported it over to PlayStation, and I want to say they ported over, I think, the London missions to Dreamcast, but you know, one and two were top-down shooters slash run and do these things, and they had full motion video, which was insane. It was crazy. And they were still great games. It's just a lot of people didn't know what they were because they were top-down. It wasn't until Grand Theft Auto 3, which was like the turning point, the super turning point in the entire series, that the Grand Theft Auto series started to get real traction, a real franchise. 
So, and, and what I mean by that, it's not like, because it was, it was always a real franchise, um, but <laughs> it started to get some major, major traction. We're talking about like news coverage, because for the first time ever, you were able to see everything you could do in Grand Theft Auto in like full 3D, full sandbox form. Uh, it was the full-on super creator of the super sandbox world. Um, GTA 3 was really good, especially for its time. You know, you couldn't dream of doing anything like that. Uh, you could go run your life as a criminal. You know, you could just go blow up things. And you could just do a lot of crazy things. And so, you know, they came out that one. Instant hit. Um then they came out with Vice City, which was set in a Scarface type drug deal, Miami, which was crazy. Uh, it was also another great one. And then they even upped the ante, but put in someone super famous like Ray Liotta as the main character. Mwah, beautiful. Tommy Frasetti was alert. Then Grand Theft Auto San Andreas is really cool because they were like, hey, let's go and capture the 90s like gangster rap era. And it was just. Pfft, crazy because you play cj from this crazy hood like basically like boys in the hood california crazy hood and it was just crazy um all very great games but the biggest problem they all had was the graphics were not quite there now at the time playstation 2 was not a powerhouse when it came to graphics in fact out of the three at the time was playstation 2 xbox and gamecube GameCube and Xbox were kind of tied for having the best graphics cards with GameCube kind of having the um, the kind of one-up on everyone because they were using a different type of Radon uh, graphics card. But Xbox also was no slouch because they had a really great graphics card in it. It's just the PlayStation 2 was still using this weird integrated graphics system that did not work out well. In fact, if you go back on the GTA 3 or uh, Vice City, you know, they're using claws as hands. They don't even have hands. They really didn't get away from the claw thing until really San Andreas. And even then, still had a little bit of the claw, but it was just a little bit better. Um, so that was the first thing. And then, like, the polygon shapes were really rough. Mainly because they had to keep rendering so many people at one time. Especially when you have the death scenes or when you're just going out the street just fucking around and the military come chasing after you the game noticeably slows down because there's so many polygons on screen at one time. And at that time, with the processing unit of the PS2, while it was a little bit faster, and it had a good processing unit, the graphics card could not take all that. And so the slowdown was just murder. Um, but again, wasn't as bad, because you you it's only a few times it really got that way. You have to really work to make that many people come out. But it was bad when you saw it. Um, so in any case, with this new pack, fast-forwarding to today, uh, it still have a lot of the same problems and glitches that it did in the old days, which is kind of weird because it's supposed to be a remaster, not remaster, but a remake. Uh, well, no, a remaster, I'm sorry, with updated graphics, or not updated, but just updated shading, things like that. Basically, it's supposed to just look good on the newer TVs, but I think the problem is that the graphics are so bad, and I think we forgot how bad the graphics are, we just remember those fond memories. They're like, I think everybody's complaining because they, they forget, like, you know, that's how it looked on PS2. Um, and then there are real glitches. I'm not saying people aren't complaining without merit. There are some things that are still really broken in those games, and they still didn't fix, uh, as well as new problems as well. Um, so hopefully they'll get that fixed. Uh, yeah, it, it's just 
I would say this, and, and, and Rockstar is still making money off of it, so it's not like it's it's going to hurt their chance because everybody wanted this. I mean, I'm going to eventually get it probably when it goes down in price. Uh, I'm not paying $59.99 for, for that. And I mean, I, I know I know what you're saying because, again, I'm sure Shogun right now is just like, really, Rockman? Really? But you'll pay blah, blah, blah. for No, it's, it's, and again, it's not that I'm hating on it because it's nostalgia. No, that's, that's great. Uh, and I'm not hating on anybody that picks it up. Uh, just right now, I probably wouldn't get it because I, I I like the series and I love those games, but I wasn't I'm not in love enough to get it again because I'm only I'm not gonna probably go through any of those again, probably with the exception of maybe San Andreas, but three and Vice City, like because I beat those and they were so good. I'm like, yeah, I, I really don't care to go back through them again. I mean, it's it, like I'll probably pick it up for a few missions and whatever. So. Right now, but to me, they're not worth that price because I, I'm not gonna play it as much. Uh, it's gonna be one of those just kind of I have it just to have it kind of things. So right now, I'm gonna wait until the price goes down on it. But uh, it's 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 a great if you've never played any of the games, I highly recommend it just because Grand Theft Auto is an experience. Now, because the graphics and because of how these games are and they're so old, I don't know if you're a young person or if you're a person that's a little bit younger than my generation and you haven't experienced those games unfortunately you're you may look at the graphics like oh my god this looks but try to get past that because the stories are really good uh but if you can't i would say probably wait until they like remaster these all together like well maybe gta 4 graphics or 5 graphics um but if not i would say play gta 4 that's gonna be closer to three it's still not as good as three i think three is probably way better than four but the control schemes and what happens in four is very close to kind of what happens in three but three just had a better protagonist because he was quiet and he's a dude could do whatever he was down for whatever um and then if you want to experience san andreas play gta 5 because that's and i'm sure most of you have already not a hardcore gamer if you hadn't, no. But, um, but if, if you want something close to the San Andreas experience and you can't quite get past that graphics uh, kind of thing or hang up or how the game plays, definitely it, GTA 5 is definitely influenced by what happens in San Andreas. And you see that because certain characters show up in 5 that they don't say anything, but if you play San Andreas, it's like, oh my gosh, it's cool. Um, so there's that. And Vice City, I just say just experience Vice City. Now, Vice City... Um, I feel like there really hasn't been another game in the series, aside from, of course, Vice City Stories, that came out on PSP a long time ago. Uh, I don't really feel like there's a, another game in the series that's close to it. Um, I mean, aside from just either just playing nothing, but, uh, oh, God, Tommy's, um, I think that's the guy I forgot that I thought, but the, the dad who's retired, like, playing nothing but his missions, uh, but even then, like, yeah, it's just different. Tommy Frissetti's just a movement. He, he's great. You gotta, gotta check out his character. Ray Liotta as, as Tommy Frissetti is a masterpiece, trust me. Um, but yeah, I kind of hope they'll remaster these games where, like, yeah, the graphics are a little bit better for people. I mean, I'm not a graphics person, so, you know, it's whatever. But I, I, I do remember the claw thing, because we used to make fun of that. Like, yo, go over here and do this. Yeah, okay. You know, like, that was funny. Um, but it was still a movement. We still sold out Grand Theft Autos every time they came in. 
Grand Theft Auto 3 was $59.99 for forever. San Andreas is $59.99 for forever. And even when it had when it had black coffee, it was even higher because it was so hard to find it. So it's crazy. But anyway, uh, kudos to those coming back out, celebrating those three games. Uh, great games, very monumentous. Special Grand Theft Auto Three because if if you didn't if we didn't have Grand Theft Auto Three, you wouldn't have any of the other Grand Theft Autos you have now. So you can thank Grand Theft Auto Three for it making all kinds of headway, being outrageous. And that's why we got the rest of the Grand Theft Autos because, man, they never would have taken that design idea and going from top-down view to, like, real, like, third-person view. Never would have happened, man. It's, it's crazy. It's good stuff. Um, but, yeah, that came out. So it came out to mixed reviews. Um, I still say, like, you know, if you've never played them before, go try it. You know what I'm saying? Because it never hurts. But if you feel like graphics going to be an issue for you, then, yeah, just play Grand Theft Auto 4. And five, and you'll kind of get the gist of what three uh, San Andreas and um, Vice City were kind of like. So there's that on that, and of course, Leroy's gonna have his own take on that as well. Me and him probably talk about that more again too. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll probably have a debate of whether it's is it really as good as we think it is. And that's a new segment. We we should we should have that. We should have a second taste. We should go through and play old games, and then come back and be like. Was it as good? Did it stack up to the, the memory? Write that down. Leroy. Yeah, if, if, you, if you're watching, bro. Yeah, yeah. Got a new idea. Mm. All right. So let's see. Next one. Ooh. Guys, this one's near and dear to my heart. Shin Megami 5 is amazing. Yes, I said it. It's great. Uh, I love it. Um, I'm playing that right now. Got it, of course, day one since it came out. Um, it's funny because this Shin Megami Tensei is a little easier to me. Now, of course, I think it's because I've been playing these games for years. Years. Trust me. I played Nocturne when it was on PS2. I played Persona when it was on PlayStation 1. Okay? Like, I I get the business. I, as soon as I get in these games, I know exactly what to do. But I'm still, it's funny because I'm still seeing people complain that uh, the game is a little hard, which to me, I didn't feel that way. But again, I'm used to these games already. Uh, shout out to my, my boy, Jess, uh, Evan Ghost. He, he was he was talking to me about it and uh, he likes it, but he's just like, damn, like this game is really tough. And he's not the only one. Like there are people on Twitter just like, damn, this game is really tough. I'm like, damn, wouldn't be a Shin Megami Tensei game if it didn't get in your ass. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, but I, I, I don't, I don't know. So, I think I've just gotten used to it, but it's it's brilliant. Uh, this one, just to tell you a little bit about it, this one is set in the Demon Underworld. Usually, in a Shin Megami Tensei game, uh, it's the end of the world. <laughs> like, literally, the day, <laughs> the day you decide to do anything, the next day is the end of the world. So, I think that's hilarious. That's every RPG in this series. Uh, the Shin Megami Tensei series has been going on well since the 80s. It started out on PC and regular Nintendo. We did not get it here in the States until uh, the Persona series and then Shimigami Tensei Nocturne or Shimigami Tensei 3. Um, so it, it just, it's an amazing game um, or amazing game series. I'm sorry. And it's crazy. Like I said, the end of the day or the end of days or the end of the world usually starts the day after you and your characters or character do anything. 
So I always think that's pretty tight. And in this game, you talk to demons, get them to come on your team, recruit them on your team. You can just negotiate for items if you want to. You can kill them, all kinds of crazy stuff. But it has a wide variety and cast of characters. Anime style. If you like anime, you would love this game series because that's all it is, just one big anime. And it always starts with school students, of course. Um, And this particular one, you play as an unnamed student that you name. And basically, you know, it's it's kind of like these like weird things happen. And then all of a sudden, one event happens, and now you transport to the demon underworld. So it's your job to figure out what's going on. You arise as a Nanahibu, Nanahibo, I think. But basically, combined, it's a it's basically the god called the combination of knowledge and life i think together so anyway uh really cool stuff i love the skills on it uh the graphics looks nice to be on switch of course graphics are not as strong because switch is not strong when it comes to graphics uh but it's really nice i enjoy it i love you know recruiting the demons over that hasn't changed it's still the same thing they're still crazy as shit and you still gotta figure out their personalities and i think that's the hard part for a lot of people because that's always challenging in that series is to figure out okay this particular demon is an asshole so treat him like an asshole this particular demon wants to be dominated this particular demon wants to be cheered on this particular demon is a magical schoolgirl, and you have to treat her as such this particular demon has a crush on you you gotta accept that this particular demon wants you to hate him wants you to fear him you gotta accept that it's just really weird um but also, I'm also seeing some ties. If you've if you've been like me, played some of the other Nocturnes or some of the other games, I'm seeing ties into a lot of the other Shin Megami Tensei games. So I'm excited to get there. I'm not very far. I think I'm like level seven or eight right now with a party of six or seven creatures. Uh, everybody's like five to like eight. So you know, hey, we out here rolling. I'm just leveling up, power leveling. You already know what it is. Um, but yeah, it's it's insane. It's great. Uh, I do recommend because they do have some expansion packs out already. I highly recommend waiting to the either end of the game or the middle of the game because none of those expansion packs are made for you now. Because and I don't want to rule this ruin the surprise, but you'll see there's a lot of tie-ins into the other Shin Megami games, even the ones we didn't get in Japan. Um, excuse me, but you can't do any of those expansion packs until you're high enough level. So please wait until the middle of the game or the end of the game. Also, too, another cool thing is that right now for free, which they always do that, but I thought this was really cool. Uh, the Japanese voice packs are free, and the easy difficulty is free right now. Listen, there is nothing wrong with playing that game. If this is your first time playing that game and playing in the game series and you have no idea how to play it, get the super easy pack. Because there's no shame in playing this game on easy. Because let me tell you something. Take it from a guy who has almost every single Shin Megami Tensei game in the series. That's a tough fucking game, like, series, ever. Like, I'm not not shitting you. I have almost all of them. And I can tell you, not one is easy. Not one. And they, some of them do not hold your hand at all. Like, Nocturne? Nocturne is a grind fest. Like, it does not hold your hand. You either... Know what the fuck you're supposed to do or you're going to die. Um, Strange Journey is kind of like that. It's not as bad. Um, Soul Survivor is definitely like that, where it does not hold your hand. Because in Soul Survivor, they tried something new, like 
if your monsters that's rolling with you feel like you're not high enough level or feel like they're bored to you, they can just up and leave. So yeah, um, it's not a hard or it's not an easy game series. So don't feel like, oh my gosh, I, I suck because I'm playing on easy. No, if you just want to enjoy the game, you want to get the story, it's okay to play super easy mode because, listen, none of us are going to talk about you because that's a hard game, like super hard. I'm not making this up. Literally, in this game, this is a piece of advice we can give to anyone that's watching this that's trying to play that game. You dominate your opponents. You don't give any hit. Don't go in there like Fallen Fantasy and just hit attack, attack. No. If you know their weakness, like, for example, if I'm fighting a monster, um... I think the blob-like monster, the green blob, which is at the beginning, and I'm not giving away anything, um, he's actually weak to lightning. And your character starts off with Zia, which is a lightning attack. Use lightning. The more you use weaknesses against the enemy in the game, the more turns you get. And you want to keep getting as many turns as possible. That's going to be really important in the future because there's going to be a lot of fights to where you just either have to really fight and hit hard or you got to nail the weakness down. And once you nail that weakness down, that's all you can do. That's all you have to do. That's all you can do because if you don't, you're going to lose the game immediately. I'm not making this up. Even I have been KO'd before in a regular ass just battle in that game because they do not hold your hand. And if the enemy finds your weakness, they get the same kind of opportunities to where like, all right, cool. We get another turn. Oh, found your weakness. Another turn. Oh, credit you. Another turn. So, listen, nothing wrong playing on Super Easy. All right, and they got that mode up. Download it so you can enjoy the story. And if you want to go back through and kind of get the real experience, play it on normal. But it's really, really tough. And for all you, all you people, and all you uh, fan people, or like uh, all you like super video gamers, who's like, nah, man, I play on Uber hard all the time. Listen, this is not the game to start doing that on. All right, if it's your first SMT RPG, please play on normal. Hard is like you're seasoned in it and you want to do it. And trust me, I'm seasoned in that game and I never want to play that game on hard because it is rough. Normal is rough. Trust me. And if you don't believe me, just play through the first hour of that new game and you'll understand where everybody's coming from that hadn't played the game before. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a great game. I love it. I love the characters so far. I like where the story's going in this one. I like how we're making a lot of mentions to the other SMTs, which that's cool. They're all kind of integrated, kind of. That's really awesome. So I can't wait to unravel more about the story. Highly, super excited about it. Just <clears throat> so great. Uh, so that's that one. <laughs> I can talk about it all day because I love that series, but I'm not. just. And also, too, if you have not played Shin Megami Tensei 4, that's another one that was really good. It originally came out the 3DS, and then it got ported over to the PC as well. So now it's on Steam. I think it's also on the other consoles as well. But if not, I know for a fact Steam got it. They also got Strange Journey, I think. Go play that, guys. They're so good, both of those. And the story is amazing. Strange Journey is basically they demons go out in space, and they take over, I think, the moon or something. And like Earth is like, we don't know what the fuck that is, but they have commerce there. Let's go see what this alien life form is. It's just a bunch of demons just hanging out in space. Crazy stuff. They're, they're, they're in the what they call the Schwartz Vault. Really cool. Um, but go check it out. It was really fun. I'm still playing that. I still haven't finished that yet. So good. Um, but yeah, five great games. Kudos to Hotlist Sega. Thank you for keeping Shimigami Tensei RPGs going because I love them. And as long as you keep them out, I'm still buying, baby. 
We still here, baby. Woo! <laughs> so that's enough about RPGs. Um, all right. Now, here's something else that I want to talk about that's crazy that I did not expect, but it's happening. One Piece is getting a live action, guys. And guess who's doing it? That's right. If you cast Netflix, you've been listening to our show because Netflix is out here winning. I'm trying to tell y'all. It's crazy out here. Like, just take my money. Take it. I don't need it anymore. Take my money, please. Netflix is amazing. Uh, not only, like, if, if Cowboy Bebop is really good, and that's going to really put them on the map. If it's a good live adaptation, they got it. But, you know, we already talked about Yu Yu show and Gundam was getting a live action, which we're super excited about those. One Piece is now about to, man, the One Piece fans are probably going crazy right now. Now, if, of course, One Piece, if you hadn't watched or heard about One Piece, one, I don't know how you hadn't, because even I have heard of it, and I, I've never been able to watch. I'm on episode 30. Uh, shout out to Yuki Chrissy. I'm sorry, Yuki Chrissy. I'm trying to watch it. I, I just, uh, it's so much, and I have so many other animes I want to watch, but I'm I'm trying to give it a shot. But anyway, it's about the young Luffy who wants to be King of the Pirates. Uh, it's it's amazing. They Netflix already announced the casting crew that's going to be on the uh, the show, the live action show. Crazy stuff! I cannot believe they're going to do One Piece live action. If that works, whew, that's just I just wonder how they're going to because there's so many episodes. Like how are they going to condense that down to a, a good five season, twenty episodes a season at least because. Oof, like even the first 30 episodes of One Piece, that's still like right at the very beginning of One Piece compared to like the almost a thousand episodes they have. And according to you, Chrissy, which again, shout out to her friend of the show, uh, she said it's going to end soon, which I, I still don't believe her, but that's crazy. If they're finally going to get rid of One Piece after all this time, because One Piece has been going, One Piece has been around since Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball has basically gone on to like <laughs> like three different types of Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, uh, Dragon Ball Super, and like, you know, all this other stuff. And One Piece has still been One Piece this whole time. So uh, shout out to One Piece still going it's hard. Um, it's going to be amazing to see it live action if it's good. And also if Netflix can do a good job. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. Uh, I'm, I'm more excited, though, about the Cowboy Bebop Yu Yu Hakusho and Gundam, because I'm more of a fan of those. But this is cool, too, because, man, they get the One Piece fans on board. That's extra viewership right there, man, in the bag. Mm. All right. So, let's see. What else do I have? Is that is that everything? Did I talk about everything I want to talk about today? Let's see. Oh, you know, there's one thing that I need to... to uh, talk about before I go. The Halo multiplayer is already out, guys. That's right, 23 days out early in advance. Um, you can actually go play it right now if you have Xbox, I think, uh, Xbox Live, and I think it's available to anyone that has that. Boom, go play it. Um, really, really cool because the multiplayer also looked really good. Uh, Shogun, Shogun's probably playing it right now. Uh, he's been talking to us about it. It looks good. looks great. Uh, I can't wait. I'm definitely going to play a little bit while I'm out for the next few days. So just to kind of relax and chill and play some games again. Um, so it looks good, man. I'm excited. People seem to be excited about it. Um, there's, always, they're all, there's already 
a little bit of buzz about the pay to win battle pass grunt, whatever. But we don't know anything about that yet, so I'm not going to comment on that. Congratulations to Microsoft for putting that out. Especially putting it out ahead of time because the, the actual game itself is not coming out until December 8th. Of course, if you have Game Pass, it'll be on the Game Pass. Um, but yeah, it's it's coming out December 8th. I can't wait. I want to play it. Uh, me and Leroy catch him. Uh, and hopefully Shogun. We're all going to get together and we're going to actually run through the old Halos uh, on streaming. So we're going to try to get that together on our schedules and see if we can run through them, uh, which should be really fun. So I, I can't wait for that. That's going to be exciting. Um, and it's going to be exciting to play Halo again because, I mean, it's, it's the king of all console first-person shooters. Aside from GoldenEye, because, of course, GoldenEye walks so Halo could run, yada, 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 uh, however you want to put that. But both of those are, like, top tier when it comes to console breaking. Like, when you, when you talk about console first-person shooters, guys, you have to talk about GoldenEye and Halo because they pretty much open the doors for everyone to put first-person shooters on consoles. Because before then, and this is me showing my age, back in the prehistoric days, first-person shooters, anytime someone said they're going to put a first-person shooter on consoles, people laughed because they just didn't work well. And it wasn't until these two, again, GoldenEye and Halo, came out that just blew that myth up and said, nah, nah, you can do You just got to make better controls. And it was great. We loved it. It was excellent. Um, so you love to see it. It's great. Welcome back, granddaddy of them all. You know what I'm saying? It's coming back to kind of show everybody how to do it. And uh, I'm really happy and really excited about it. So, yeah, thank you. Kudos to Microsoft for putting that out. Kudos to 343 Studios. Everybody's worked on it. Um, it's been a long time coming. You know, y'all, y'all suffered a little bit at the hands of memes when it first came out. You know, everybody roasted you on it. But, you know, you guys went back, took that to heart, and it looks like it's going to be good. Uh, all the early playthroughs I've seen of people playing it, it looks great. So I can't wait to play it for myself. Uh, I probably won't be able to do that tonight because I got some stuff to do. But, yeah, definitely can't wait to play it in the next few days. So that's going to be awesome. Well, guys, that is the end of my solo episode. I hope you enjoyed I hope you learned a lot today. Um, of course, you can catch us everywhere. Uh, the Nerd Plate uh, on YouTube. Twitter, uh, Instagram, and I think that's all the social medias. <laughs> you can also catch us on all major streaming podcasts. Uh, first off, first and foremost, shout out to Anchor for sponsoring us and giving us like uh, a huge bump up. You know what I'm saying? We, we appreciate you guys. Uh, as well as you can listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all those major streaming services, we out there. Um, and just, yeah, thank you so much to everyone that's been supporting us and listening, listening, watching so far. Really appreciate you guys. I appreciate it, like I said, and I know Leroy does. We really appreciate you guys together, and we do it for y'all. Uh, of course, thank you to all our Patreons out there for holding us down. We really love you guys. really appreciate and respect everything you do for us. Thank you so much. Uh, as well as you can also hit us up on coffee. Uh, we do have a coffee. We don't have any coffees yet, but, you know, you can be the first to give us some coffee. We would love that, but uh, just give it your own leisure if you would like to. If not, thank you for listening. You know, thank you for watching. Um, and also, guys, I just want to tell you personally, like, thank you so much for rocking with us for so many years. If you've been with us for so many years, even if you just watched today, thank you. Uh, I really appreciate it. That's why I do it personally. Uh, I just want my fans to enjoy it, enjoy the content. 
Um, I'm gonna about to next week. You probably won't see me because I'm gonna take a few days off. Uh, but it'll be in the hands of the great Leroy Ketchum, and uh, excuse me, maybe he'll have someone on the show like Shogun, or maybe he'll just do it by himself. Who knows? It'll be a great show regardless. I trust him. I love that dude. He's one of the best podcast partners you can ask for. Best co-creator, best co-host, all of that. I mean, he's just all that in one. Comes with great ideas and just kills it. So I just want to take this time out to say thank you so much to all of you. I love you guys. It's been a really tough year for me. But, you know, I, I, I get up every time. Every time we have to do this show, I'm always ready to go. I'm always excited. And so is Leroy, no matter what we got going on in our lives. So I just want to say thank you. I'm fine. Just like I said, I'm just taking a few days off. And, uh, yeah, you know, just collecting myself. And I just want to tell you guys that you're awesome. And thank you so much for listening to us, watching us. We really appreciate it here at the Nerd Plate. Thank you for listening to our hot takes about the gaming industry. And for real, I, it's just from the bottom of my heart, man. It warns me that you guys really anticipated or, you know, the, the people that have sent in letters or emails or stopped me and talked to me on the street about it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um so yeah, just look out for more great content, and we're gonna try to get some more people on the show. Trust me, I'm still working on that. As well as, don't forget that I'm still working on season two of Virtuous Armaments. Uh, I'll be working on that as well on my off days, uh, and it's great. I got, a, I promise, I have a trailer coming out for it ASAP because I've been promising that, but things have been coming up, and I've been trying to get things together. And I know I pushed back to March for the the second season, but. It's coming out. I just, I, we got to get some more voice actors and we got to rearrange some things. So don't worry. It's going to be a great season for you guys. You're going to enjoy the writing. You're going to enjoy the actors. Everything's great. So, in any case, until next time, guys, I'm Rockman3K3, one half of the Nerd Plate. And for me and Leroy Ketchum, I just want to say thank you. I'm going out of here and I'm going to relax. I'm out. Thank you so much for listening and watching. And I'll see you next time. I love you guys.